Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of Manny Talks. Thanks, as always, for making yourself available to listen to this conversation. All right, so this is what we're going to do. It has been quite some time since the last time (laughs) that I posted something. It was, I think it was after the pandemic. Look, as we're talking, I'm pulling up... uh, the uh, Anchor app and seeing when the last time I posted something was. And this was back uh, December of 2020. Wow, folks, a lot of time has passed. And, and uh, but I've had the itch to come back and, and do some of these episodes Oop, ever since. And uh, so here I am. Where do I even begin? Um, Still employed with ExxonMobil. I'm actually going on 11 years. I just did uh, my 11th year back in May. So I guess maybe I'm in year 12 now. And I still continue to do recruiting, even through the recovery of the pandemic. And um, last year, when the oil industry was still in recovery and recruiting maybe wasn't as high, I was still in there. I was still working with uh, some of the same organizations with SHIP and with uh, the universities that I go to, right? University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley within uh, ExxonMobil, still uh, participating and helping the Future Leaders Academy and the Latinos of Fast Track program. So still very much involved with uh, minority recruiting into oil and gas. So I'm, I'm glad that I still had that avenue. Uh, I continued to have some presence on LinkedIn. Um, I'll admit it, it it went drastically down, and I don't know if I ever addressed this before, but it really came down to, hey, as the world was up, turned upside down for everybody, I just had to make choices. And one of those choices was that I had to put this project aside, and life kind of happened, and a year and a half passed. There were some personal items as well that took up a lot of headspace and a lot of uh, of uh, time and luckily some of those are getting resolved so that I started to have time to think about this project and continuing it to do it and I love it and uh, so here I am so I decided here on this Friday afternoon I'm working from home and said uh, you know I've been going back and forth like where do I start what would I talk about and I just said plug it in, plug in the machine, turn on the computer, plug in the microphone, and just start talking. So this is a bit of a ramble. Hey, that's because uh, that's the way I just said, get out of the chair, uh, stop watching uh, TV, and uh, try it on for size. So here here I am. I'll tell you one of the things that's most immediate, maybe on the top of mind right now for me, is this entire um, debate around the energy transition and climate change. And that's just because that I'm hearing a lot about this stuff in the news. Uh, currently at work, I'm working on some items and in every of the business that I, three of the businesses that I support, there's talks around sustainability and what does the, the future look like and how do we, you know, start thinking about sustainable products for some of the lines that I, that I support. So look, it's very top of mind, but I also don't want this to turn into a work discussion, so I'm going to put that one to the side, but I know it's a hot topic, and at some point, if if uh, folks want to engage in that conversation, by all means, uh, let me know, and we can go down that route. 
I am not at the point yet where I'm going to uh, have a lineup of people that I want to interview, but I do want to get back to that. One of the things that I loved about this project when I did it was getting the opportunity to have some of my friends, some coaches, mentors, people that I went to school with, people that I've met through SHIP, people that I met through work, to come on here and spend an hour of their time telling their story and totally hitting on some topics from career development, early onboarding, uh, mentorship, resumes, you name it, right? I, I was able to do some of that stuff. And, and so I'm really looking forward to starting to schedule some of those again. But that's I don't have one of those today. Today is just going to be me and kind of dusting off, you know, shaking the dust off the boots and uh, getting back at it. So maybe let's talk about what I'm doing for a role now. So since the last time that uh, if it was December of 2020, I was still uh, working at headquarters um, in the basic chemicals business. So I was doing this whole thing around feed optimization for the chemical plant for our steam crackers and a bunch of, uh, I spent a lot of time reading it's basically the news and working with some folks that work to understand what was happening with crude and the feeds that it affected and essentially um, trying to decide what feeds we should run into our steam crackers in North America. And then I also have my, our, my counterparts in, uh, around the world and basically wanted to make sure that we were running the most uh, cost, uh, low cost feeds to maximize some of our uh, profits. So again, very much a headquarters business role. I learned a ton. I got an opportunity to embrace being a student again. Prior to that role, I had been a supervisor. So in that, the the, the role that I had uh, after that, I wasn't a supervisor. I didn't have people. And so that gave me a chance to, one, make the adjustment. Man, that could be a topic in and of itself. How do you make the transition from being a supervisor to an individual contributor? But I went through it, and when I finally embraced it, I said, nope, I'm a student. I need to come here, learn how to run some of the business, learn some of the economics, learn about the world and how energy markets work and how everything is tied, which has been very uh, – I was fortunate to have that role because now as, as, as I'm working in my, this new job, which I'll talk about that in a little bit – uh, as I'm looking through some of the the challenges that we're facing, the economics makes sense. I can read now news and I can look at the paper or the headlines or some of the commentary on social media and I kind of understand what some of the uh, difficulties are and then I'm able to take that and, and help translate it to and help my group uh, progress on our goals and the stuff that we have to do. So um that's what I was doing in, in headquarters. So as of this last, so as of January, so now six months ago, I got into this new role. So within the company, there's this technology sector. Uh, technology is, uh, I've never worked in technology. I'm not a technologist by background. Um, my, I am a mechanical engineer by degree. And now in this role, I'm the supervisor of uh, a bunch of chemies. <laughs> and so what this group does, it's a global group. And so I guess I'll give you the title. The title is Global uh, Imp uh, Sorry, let me back up. The title is Global Performance Liquids Technology Improved Supervisor. So what does that mean? I am in the Performance Liquids Technology Group supporting the businesses that make up performance liquid technologies, and there's three of them, hydrocarbon fluids, their synthetics products, and soon to be uh, linear alpha olefins. And so none of these mean anything to you. Just think about it. Three different segments of the chemical business. 
We have units around the world that make these products. Well, LAO is brand new. So in Baytown, there's a new plant that's being built. First time this technology is going to be rolled out within uh, ExxonMobil. And so my team uh, gets to help uh, support the the building of that brand new plant there. So soon to be LAO once we get it uh, started up in uh, 23. Sometime um, my group will be responsible for supporting that uh, business like I do the other ones. Okay, so again, going back, think of those as three different chemicals business and at each of the local sites, you'll have engineers that support the day-to-day operations is the easiest way I can explain it. And then there's these items that tend to be longer term improve, hence the title, improve uh, for, for well, that's within the, the, the title. And there's some items that are gonna be longer term. How do we run new products? How do we run, is there new ways of doing what we do with the current kit, right? With the current uh, equipment. And so a lot of that stuff has to go above the site and has to go to the, of the, to the, to the research and technology areas where they'll have to think of uh, the concepts of what that might look like and then maybe design an experiment to prove the concept out in the lab. And once you have that, then you we have these smaller pilot plants where we can, at a very small scale, you know, put the plan into action, put some of that theory into action in the form of well-thought-out experiments. And at some point, when the idea is at a stage where it's ready to be tried at, the, at a plant at a much larger scale, this is where my group starts to get involved, right? We start to now think of us as that liaison between the base uh, site and, and technology And so we tend to have like oversight of like plant trials when we're trying out some of this stuff or new commercialization of products or actually implementing the improvement items in the field and helping that base technical organization kind of get their feet under them with the new way of doing something or the new widget to run or the new product to run. And then at some point it becomes normal, right, for that site and then it gets completely handed off uh, to that organization. So... Again, I get to be the supervisor of these wonderful, great engineers that are supporting the technology. So for them, they tend to be folks that have a couple of, uh, of assignments uh, as some of these, sometimes in manufacturing or in technology. And, and this is just another role at, where they continue to develop and gain that experience within um, technology. And I've been doing that since January. And I do now have... A, uh, I live in Spring, Texas. In my last role, I was probably about 15 minutes away from uh, from the office. Now I'm 45 minutes away from the office, but uh, that's okay. I, I, I enjoy where I work and what I'm doing. Um, and uh, the drive actually helps me decompress and get ready to, to go and I get to think about stuff. So I'm not one for me. Be, you know, commutes aren't a bad thing. Plus, I also have an off schedule. I tend to, I, I'm a very, I'm an early bird. So I'm waking up super early, make that commute. There's no traffic and that, you know, if things are going well, I get to leave before traffic is there, but still get a full day of work in and it works out. So that's what I've been doing for uh, work, for my job. So very excited. You know, I've heard people talk about, hey, within a, a big corporation, in this case, ExxonMobil, it sometimes feels like you have multiple careers. I think I've said this before. Like, I, I started in manufacturing, then I went to business. That certainly felt like a new career that I was starting. Now I'm in technology. Once again, it feels like I'm starting 
in a new uh, place. Everything's brand new. The, I've never supported these businesses. I've never worked within these businesses. Even when I was at the sites, I know them by name, but now these are new teams, new business models, new goals, new outlooks for these products. And it's just fun. Everything. So the engineer, the, the geek in me loves it because I'm completely learning something new. Um, it, it's exciting. It's different. And the other part is now I'm a supervisor again. So I have people. I get to work with folks to kind of understand what motivates them and what their career plans are and uh, help break barriers. I'm certainly not a technologist. So like I tell my folks, hey, if you're trying to figure out, you know, how to do some of the chemistry, I'm not your guy. We have plenty of very intelligent folks to do that. But thinking through strategy, how to approach a problem, you know, when you figure out that there's a barrier in your way, how to get past it. Uh, I have a sharing my network for, for them to gain knowledge of what else is out there in the, in the corporation as they're thinking about next roles and stuff that, you know, putting together improvement plans for soft skills or technical skills. That's the kind of stuff I love about being a supervisor. And so once again, I missed that while I was at headquarters. Uh, now I get to do that again. Um, so I'm very excited about that part. Um, so there's highs and lows with that, but I, I really appreciate, appreciate doing that. I had mentioned earlier this entire time I've stayed plugged in with recruiting. I've still been doing that. I still intend to continue to do that. So here recently was able to go to the first half of the uh, 2022 NILA conference. So was able to do the virtual component, was able to uh, be on the committee this year. Thank you to Shep for giving me the opportunity to do that and kind of get a peek behind the curtain as to what folks do in preparation for these events if any of you are students and participate in any of these SHIP events, just know that, I mean, I got to, I knew that they were very dedicated people, but now I got to see behind the curtain and work with some of the teams, you know, get in the weeds around some of the programs and, you know, how are, are we going to do the workshops and how, what's, how, you know, how are we going to drive the, the, the breakout sessions and a lot of logistics planning and really a lot of time spent by some wonderful people uh, the entire time thinking about you around how can we make the uh, program valuable to you. So I already knew that it takes a certain level of dedication and passion to do it. It was nice to see it and get that peek behind the curtain. And I'm thankful for Ship for having invited me to do that. Looking forward to participating in the second half in the actual face-to-face uh, -face portion of it that's going to be held in Orlando in August. So looking forward to being there with some other ExxonMobil uh, representatives of the SHIP recruiting team. So I'm excited about um, doing that. Uh, I happen to get on some phone calls. Like recruiting season is getting ready to get kicked off probably in that August time frame. So already started to have some internal discussions around what does recruiting look like and what schools we may go to. I'm getting geared up to start thinking about, you know, what does my uh, participation at UTRGV this year look like? So, again, this is probably also part of the reason why getting back to this project has been on my mind. And so here so so here I am. I think I've given you some background there as to what I have been doing. I'm certainly excited to uh, start getting the, 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 the wheels turning on ideas and topics to talk about. And I think I'm going to just, it might sound uh, probably a little lame, probably a little too simple, but hey, look, why reinvent the wheel if you don't have to? Google's a wonderful thing. And so I did find a pretty interesting article 
that uh, it's really geared towards trying to come up with content for LinkedIn posts. And usually for me, hey, if I'm going to do a LinkedIn post, more than likely I'm going to try to potentially have it be something that I uh, talk about in one of these episodes. And so uh, lo and behold, no surprise, there's plenty of articles on uh, how to prepare um, good LinkedIn post, and this is coming from LinkedIn themselves. When they look at, you know, what folks are engaging with or what are folks interested in in learning about, um, there's certainly plenty of um, articles out there around how to pick topics to talk about. So my point being is, hey, I'm going to use one of these articles. I'm going to, you know, use those as the seed list for some topic ideas, and we'll kind of get some of those going, and then. I will start mixing in some guests to um, talk, right, to come share their stories and then also maybe have a little discussion around some of these topics. So as I'm starting to enroll that, I'll also make sure that I share the article. That way you kind of know some of the topics that are going to be talked about. And uh, look, I'm excited. I keep saying that over and over, but I, I'm starting to, even as I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm seeing the little equalizer on my on my recording uh software going it's like oh wow this is the fun i remember this i remember how this was a good outlet for me and a good uh stress reliever and it's artistic in a sense and it's fun and i'm gonna i'm starting to think of all the wonderful people that i got to talk about when i talk with and learn from even though some of them were friends that i had for a while when i sat there for that hour i always learned something new uh, about them. So all those memories are coming back and I look forward to putting some of this content together. So for now, I'm going to leave it here. We're going to keep this one short. Thank you for listening to this one again and for bearing with me as I kind of shook off some of the dust and I look forward to these conversations. <laughs>